everybody, this is James Durbin of Durbin, and you are watching CMS TV. It's Dirty Looks right here on your classic metal show featuring Austin Guard on lead vocal there with a turn of the screw. And this is Neely along with my very good friend uh, and partner, Chris Aiken, and a guy hey, who hey. can turn the screw pretty hard, our good friend, Jericho Green. Welcome back to the show there, Jericho. What's up, What's fellas? Up? How you doing? <laughs> well, Happy New Year, Jericho. It's, yeah, uh, Happy New Year. It's the Happy Lunar show. New Year. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first show of the new year that we've uh, had you on and uh look forward to many times collaborating with you here in the next year for various reasons and uh, i'm glad you could make the show tonight of course man you guys know you you put the bat signal up i'll be here <laughs> i love it you guys have been down with me for a long time so anytime i'm, I'm glad to be back Sure. And uh, what an interesting topic we have for today. Yeah, well, we actually got a few topics to get to before we get to the actual main, the main okay. course. The main, the main event. Okay. <laughs> but uh, there's been a lot going on, a lot of upheaval in, in, uh, in our country, unfortunately, in the world. And I know that you have a lot of definite thoughts and opinions on it. But before we get to that, it's been uh, since... Uh, the fall last year that uh, we had John last, and I know you often admire my gun collection. So I wanted to uh, show you the the latest purchase, the purchase that I had uh, that you have not seen since you were on last, and uh, maybe you uh, might have some thoughts on this. So I want to present to you, uh, Jericho Green, the uh, CMMG. Wow, MK forty seven. It is a AR-15 platform that uh, shoots uh, AK-47 rounds. Okay, so 7.62. Correct. Yeah, that's no bullshit right there. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's no bullshit. I had the pleasure of shooting an AK, and it was it was something else. I recommend it for everybody, but that's like that's nice. I like the clip, the magazine on it. Yep, it's got the rock and lock, like like the AK, mm -hmm. but it's got the AR uh, lower. And uh, so, yeah, this is the mutant. Nice. So she pretty. Yes. EMMG Banshee Mutant. Have you shot her yet? I have not. I was going to do it over uh, the holiday, but I have not had a chance yet. But uh, I thought maybe you'd appreciate a fine piece of weaponry. Oh, like that. I do. <laughs> I do. I do. Very nice. As you uh, sometimes give us a shout out on your show and, uh, you know, make mention that both Chris and I live in a free state where we can own such fine armament with no mm -hmm. issue. Hey, let me tell you, uh, uh, speaking of that uh, headline that I saw today, it said LAPD raids Army veterans apartment and finds firearms. <laughs> I didn't know that was headline worthy, but it had, of course, and of course, I had a picture of him like out hunting or something holding his rifle with a smile on his face and filtered through the eyes of a lost Californian. You know, that guy is a, an evil, 
toxic male. <laughs> but it was like that's it. It didn't say illegal firearms or anything. It just says LAPD Army, and you had to throw Army veteran in there. Military, boo, man, boo. But they they found firearms in his apartment. What? So, wow, what a what a headline. So that's wow. where I'm living. <laughs> you know what? I'll bet you they also found some war clothing there too. <laughs> no. Did they find ammunition too? <laughs> Terrible. Golly. They also found some knives and some some what do you call those? Those those cutter things. Oh. <laughs> found some knives and maybe a couple ninja stars. <gasps> yeah, exactly. Like if you could if you could turn a vagina into a landmass, that would be California. Right. <laughs> and not a pretty one either. <laughs> one is the one that's seen some uh, some hard times. Well, I don't know why yeah. you guys are ragging so hard on the government. I saw our great president uh, put out just yesterday that um, we're the economy is better than ever. Five hundred and sixty thousand yes. new jobs, lowest lowest um, unemployment rate in in the last thirty years, or some stupid statement like that. I was like, wow, we are doing fantastic. Wow. Well, you know the saying, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. But sometimes <laughs> it's who says it. And if it comes out of his mouth or from his Twitter page, you have to know that it's a bunch of bullshit because <laughs> I don't know how he's getting those numbers so quickly. But that that uh, that America that he's talking about has not filtered down to us yet. Well, I know this every time I go driving through my little town and it's not a big city. But every time I go through there, every goddamn business has a help wanted sign up. So, yep. apparently, apparently we may have the lowest unemployment known to man, but we have the most jobs available ever. Yeah, it, it hasn't reached the people yet. I don't know no. what he's talking about. I was in the store today, <laughs> eight ninety or eight fifty six for uh, a dozen eggs, a dozen brown eggs, a dozen brown organic eggs. So if you want to get eggs that are healthy for you, you're going to pay almost nine <laughs> bucks a dozen. Yeah, that seems reasonable. It's the best economy <laughs> ever. That seems sustainable. Yeah, look at that. There you go. Holy As hell. of this month, we've created 12 million new jobs. The strongest two years of growth in history by a long shot with 3.4% unemployment. Where? What What industry has he created <laughs> these 12 million jobs in? Uh, the DoorDash industry, apparently. <laughs> And if you're in California, you can't even be a freelance anymore. Now you got to uh, start logging hours. You got to get insurance. You can't just put on your Lyft app and start picking people up again. Now you're part of a part of an <sighs> industry. And now you got to start paying. Right. That's yeah. good. That's smart. Yeah. It's awesome, man. But when you jack gas up to $8 a gallon, I guess $5 a gallon sounds pretty good. <laughs> right. Exactly. Piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, staying with the gun topic here, uh, Jericho, uh, uh, you know, um, uh, I'll, I'll start off light, get a little bit heavier. Um, I had sent Chris over an article here just to grab some of the uh, photos. Uh, and I don't know if you've seen this or not, but uh, okay. um, the uh, Florida GOP representative, Anna Paulina Luna, sports an assault rifle lapel pin. Even though there were six mass shootings in her state in January. You fucking bitch. How dare you? <laughs> An assault rifle. How well, dare she? They love those words. They love assault rifle. And, and what was it? A couple of weeks ago, I saw a clip of Geraldo 
the broken nose by the by the uh, skinhead Geraldo. He uh, he was talking about assault rifles, one of their favorite topics that they know nothing about. And the right. other host asked him, do you know what AR stands for? He says, yeah, assault rifle. Now, immediately you're going to think, what a jackass. No, it doesn't. But it was the confidence and the smugness that he said it with. Well, yeah, it, autumn, uh, assault rifle. That's what it stands for. <laughs> that just proves that there are a lot of people out there, a lot of people with, well, I think we all have equal access to information with cell phones and whatnot, that they just don't want to. That is not what it stands for. And the Armalite company, I feel bad for them because they designed a really cool looking platform and a really cool sounding gun, but that is now for, you know, no pun intended, been weaponized against them. Like the, it's, right. it's been, it's been made a villain and it's, that's not even what it means. ARs <laughs> are awesome. That's not even what it stands for, but you have these people and there's so many people out there who, if it, if it's repetitious, if you're repetitious and it's an, and you can tug at their heartstring and it's an emotional topic, you will win. They will do no research. They will do no homework. They won't talk to anybody about it. It's just, this person told me that's what it means and I'm running with it. And when I'm asked about it, I'm going to say with such confidence, the incorrect answer. Yeah. Well, at least the uh, three Republican lawmakers in the House have been sporting tiny assault rifle pins on their lapels amid the alarming series of mass shootings and critics are exploding. Really? Wow. Now, again, people will see that mass shootings, even school shootings. Wow, we've had how many? Kamala got up there and lied and said we've had 40 uh, mass shootings this year so far in less than a month. But a lot of people will just see that and they'll run with it. Mass shootings, school shootings, this country's out of control. The guns, gun violence. I love how they use those that words, gun violence. Mm -hmm. It's the gun that's the source of the violence. So if you get the gun out of there, no one else is going to get shot because it's that damn gun. But it's not. But people are going to see that or hear her say that and think this country's out of control. But if you start looking into it, if some guy goes to his old high school and blows his brains out in the parking lot, which happens, that's considered a school shooting. If it happens close to a school, it's a school shooting. And if they want to get into 40 mass shootings, is she talking about Chicago last weekend? Because right. if you want to get into mass shootings, we got them for you. <laughs> but that to them, that's that's a swastika. That's, you know, that's a clan hood right there. Really? These people are that fucking stupid. <laughs> and not only that, there's like, I, I don't know if you saw this story or not, but there was a um, there was a girl and her mom and dad and like the mom and dad it was like a murder suicide type deal, but, but the mom and dad both left a note that their time was over as well. So it was like a planned suicide that happened this weekend. They'll count that as a mass shooting because yeah. it's three people. Mm -hmm. So, so they'll count that. And meanwhile, they all plan to kill themselves. It was just three people taking themselves out of the, but they'll you know, take off the planet. They'll take those numbers and fit it into their mold of whatever they're trying to push. And if you get enough dummies, we we've seen them. You've seen the the aerial footage of a woman's march in Los Angeles with three hundred thousand people. These right. dummies are out there. Mm -hmm. And if and if the mo if the message feels good and it fits into what they've been told and it doesn't require any brain exercise or looking up or anything, and they're surrounded with other dummies like that, that's you know no one's there to, to push push against push back against that then it's the truth and they're going to run with it and they're going to shape their lives around that. They're going to shape their kids' lives and eventually shape the community and the city. And that's how people like myself in California 
get swept up in the bullshit. Every every one of those bastards should be wearing one of those. Every one of them should have one in their office. All of us should have one of those. Why doesn't the government give us uh, a stipend every year where say let's say it's a thousand dollars and you could spend it, you could put it toward a new weapon, you could put it toward weapon modifications, you could put it toward classes, but it has to be weapon oriented. Why wouldn't the government make sure its citizens are armed and trained? Do, shouldn't they see us as a force a force multiplier? If shit hits the fan, we can depend on our our our, our uh, population to arm up. Let's go. We we've, we've been training for this, but instead yeah. they're doing the opposite, trying to take them away and trying to limit where you can carry them. Yeah, I'm trying to tell you that they're bad. Yeah, That's... the people are bad. People are shit. Yeah, people are the mm -hmm. worst thing this planet's ever seen. <laughs> a gun is nothing. I've I've done live streams where I load my gun and I put it on the table next to me and it just won't shoot me. Yeah, I've had this one. I call it names. One. Everything. I've had this one sitting so... right here for six months and it's yet to shoot me. Six <laughs> months it's been sitting here and it's it has been, not it's just shot. Biden's time. It's Biden's yeah. time. It's waiting. It is. <laughs> You better watch out, Neil. You got one in there with you, man. I know it's right. This by could my be the last show. It's been biting, <laughs> biting my ankle the whole time. I've just been sitting here, just you know, just just taking the pain. Come on now. <laughs> but anyway, uh, to promote that on the floor of the house is despicable. Oh, it's terrible, and it's an insult to all the victims of assault weapons. But I have a question. Yes, yeah. the guys with the squiggly earpieces. You know, they come out of their shirt and go up to their ear and they mm -hmm. go to and fro with these elected officials and their homes or whatever and around the Capitol. What are they carrying? Slingshots. Got it. David and Goliath. Putting that whipping around. <laughs> yeah. I'm just wondering because it's funny, if 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 these guns are so bad and they're such they're such a threat to us, yeah. then as a show of confidence, why don't you have your security give up their guns. I want to see you tell your security, unarm yourself and drop it into, I don't know, a smelt or something. Show me yeah. that you're for real and not, and not that people would, but if you're serious about it, act serious, take mm -hmm. the first step, lead by example, get rid of your shit, turn your shit into paper clips, not mine. Yeah. You're, you're, you're putting the cart before the damn horse. You mm -hmm. drop your, put your weapons down. It's like, we both have guns pointing at each other. You put your gun down first. I'm not putting mine down first. Because right. then you'll be the only one with a fucking gun. I can't exactly. trust you. Golly. Well, well, Jericho, did you watch January 6th when it was happening? Like when the when when they were actually having the the the, the alleged uh, assault on the Capitol and all that? Were you watching? <laughs> I mean, did you have I'm asking, did you have it on TV live when it was happening? Uh, I watched it for a little while. Yeah, I was watching okay. it. Okay. And it was the the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. Did you did did you notice any people that were storming the Capitol with weapons, or was it just the Secret Service that were jumping out with weapons? Yeah, and the one the sole person who got killed that day was uh, by somebody who was on, I guess, their side, so to speak. Yeah, one of them. And another thing that I saw, which I still can't get a straight answer on, is how is it an insurrection, as they called it? But you had police. Those are the guys with the hats and the badges and the guns, right? I think. I think. And the uniforms, they were moving barriers out of the way and like directing traffic. And well, so if I open my front door and say <laughs> like this, is that breaking and entering? Are you a burglar? If I open the door and wave you inside? 
Look, you can still commit a crime with polite people leading the way. Don't you know that? <laughs> I do now. <laughs> Thank God we have this show. I do now. But for them to fix their mouth, for them to fix their mouth and say that that's the worst thing to ever happen to our country. Do they it's not, not even know? the worst thing that happened that year? Or that day, find yeah. find me some some of uh, some uh, police reports across these shithole cities for January 6, twenty twenty. When I guarantee you, probably DC had more homicides in it than January six. And yeah. what they all they, how they say that uh, Trump's behind it because he was the one blowing the dog whistle and, and mobilizing his troops and putting the battery in their back. So you're yeah. telling me a man with his influence. His money, just forget the influence, his money, because that's what that's what makes people move. Mm -hmm. So with his money, this is what this Keystone cop bullshit, the people taking selfies and Nancy, Nancy, that was it. Yeah. And and the the insurrectionists are the only ones who took a casualty. So that's that was it. That was his money shot. Apparently, you didn't see the guy with the horns that stole the the podium. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you guys, I don't know if you guys knew this. I know you guys are smart, but did you know that that's the 11th commandment? Thou shall not steal podiums. That's right. And that guy did that shit. That was, that was a terrible thing. That was probably the worst part, seeing them walk out with furniture. Oh. <laughs> oh. And then the lady who was on, uh, I, I thought you had to be a witness to something to be called a witness. But apparently you could talk to somebody who was there yeah. and then get on the witness stand and say that somebody told you what they saw. And then when you get off the witness stand, you can go up and hug one of the people who's on the committee who's supposed to be overseeing all this shit. Makes sense. No bias there. None. Well, I just I just wanted to bounce that off of you guys. Thank you. There's no <laughs> bias. There's no bias at all. Can you hug a witness? Of course. What the fuck? I I'm sure if you look now, it's been a year or so, you might find a house or a car or two that have been purchased at the same time. Yeah. But I didn't know you could get on the witness stand and talk about things that you weren't there for. Well, why not? Just make it up. They're making make it up they've made up the, they've made up the narrative. Why can't you make up the witness statement? It's all the yeah, same. Is, it's all improv. We're just making right. this shit up as we go, man. That's right. Golly. <laughs> Well, one of, one of your representatives out there, Jimmy Gomez, said that anybody can wear whatever they want to, but you got to have some common decency. Stop wearing that pin. Yeah, come on. Are you kidding me? I've seen I've seen worse things as far as clothing. Forget about what you're wearing. Look at the people who are inside of the clothing. Those monsters. Those crooks. Those fucking <laughs> deviants. And you're worried about this pin. It's not real. She's not going to take it off. And start shooting people with it. It's just a pin. <laughs> You're protected. They're protected by that very pin, what that represents every single day. Right. So I don't see the problem with it. I I wouldn't have a problem with them, all of them being armed, having guns on their hip, as long as they're trained. Right. But at the, on the same token, we all need to be able to walk around with guns on our hips, too. Sure. And I, and, and I think, and we can here in Indiana and Ohio. No, no, everywhere. I mean, uh, all should be everywhere. states, <laughs> everybody. <laughs> Am I am I the only one? Am I the only one that looks at state to state and I'm like, okay, I, I can't understand how I can be in my state. I don't even have a, to have a license to carry a carry a gun. 
you know, they, they passed that beginning of the year. I carry a gun everywhere now, you know, cause it's like, fuck, why not? Why, why not? you know, why, why, why take an unnecessary chance? So I carry pretty much everywhere I go, but I better not go to the wrong state to buy a joint because if I do that, or if I buy a joint in this state, it's wrong. But if I go to the next state, it's right. Yeah. What the fuck? Make the laws universal, whatever they would be. They did. Those old, those, uh, those slave owners, they got together and they <laughs> scribbled on some fucking paper and they took care of all the shit because they knew that times may change and technology is going to change, but people will always be the same. People will yeah. always be the same greedy, power hungry, money grubbing bastards they've always been. Exactly. And they knew that shit. But they go out here and create these problems that they've already made a solution to. The Constitution. Well, what about this? Let's go back to the Constitution. I know, but can we do this? Go back to the fucking Constitution. <laughs> it's all in there. I can carry a gun. Why? Because I don't have to give you a reason. Yeah. Like, because I'm here. I'm a citizen. That's fucking why. Yeah. Why do you care? What are you well, doing? Here, tell me if you think I'm wrong on this, Jericho. I think the biggest problem that we have with the gun thing, or one of the biggest, I don't want to say the biggest, because obviously the politicians are all fucking shit. <clears throat> but one of the biggest problems that we have is these nudniks that are speaking on behalf of the gun industry go and say anything other than the truth, which is we're weaponized to protect against a, a deviant government. They'll say hunting. They'll say sports shows. They'll, they'll bring up all the other stuff that you can do with guns. But they, they open the argument to, well, why do you need an AK to shoot a deer? You know, it's like, no, I don't. I have it to shoot you if you break into my fucking yeah. house. Fucking Say deer. what it's for. <laughs> yeah, Biden says, oh, uh, does, a, does a deer wear a Kevlar vest? Dude, shut the fuck up. Yeah, wh <laughs> what page of the Constitution talks about deer hunting, you right. dickhead? And, you know, and especially like, after the last three years. You damn right. We have a tyrannical government. You can't mm -hmm. laugh at that anymore. No. These last three years, there's some shit that we cannot uh, laugh at. We cannot see as conspiracy theory. You damn right. I need a fucking gun. Even if I don't need it, I can have it. Because yeah. fuck you. Why mm -hmm. not? You think you? I guarantee you, all those guys following the president around every day are packing some serious shit that we yeah. probably can't get. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but and what are we supposed to do? Come at them with a baseball bat? Yeah, if they're if they're trying to take our you know take our wives or our kids and fuck them or some shit, well, they wouldn't do, do that. They yeah, no, they're that. they're good. They're 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 just they're get the fuck go. out of here with that just bullshit. Yeah, let me see that fucking Epstein Island list first. <laughs> then we'll see who's fucking just. Well, if you need to know who's on that list, just look at who's complaining the loudest because it seems like all the loud complainers, the Rob Reiners of the world, they're all on that fucking list multiple times. Yeah, fucking perverts. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Well, uh, Jericho, I'm, I'm sure you're, uh, well-versed with the whole, uh, Tyree Nichols, uh, situation. I just wanted to get your viewpoint on that very quickly because obviously, you know, uh, the, the brutality that this, uh, young man suffered, uh, was, was, you know, pretty, uh, pretty uncalled for. And, and the fact that, uh, you know, this was you know, perpetrated by five black officers, which goes against the narrative that, uh, you know, only white police uh, kill black men. And that kind of destroyed the whole narrative for, you know, the, the loony left. But then, uh, even, even with the, um, 
facts of the case. It's just like, well, racism still was involved and this is still a victim of white supremacy. So what's your, what's your uh, thoughts on this whole situation down there? Um, and well, you see that they they squeezed one white officer out of it. Yeah, the sixth did. officer was a white dude. They're like, look, man, we don't got nothing but one of you motherfuckers. You better pull some straws because <laughs> one of you got to go. Um, uh, it was terrible, man. And it was hard to watch. I only watched it once. Because yeah. I, 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 I haven't been desensitized, desensitized by the internet that much yet. Shit like that, man, where you see videos of like kids get fucked up or like somebody beating an old person. I don't like to see that shit. But for the purposes of what, what I do, I watched it, so I at least know what I'm talking about. But to be honest, man, uh, I up until that last video they showed, the the footage from the light pole where they were just teeing off on this fucking dude when he was already handcuffed, everything up until that, I don't have a really have a problem with. Was the language very abrasive and probably unnecessary? Yeah, but it's just fucking words. Um, he was resisting arrest. He got up and ran. And even when they pulled him out, because unfortunately the footage show uh, starts after one officer's already there and he's already been pulled over. Um, but he uh, he's saying, all right, hey, all right, guys, you don't need to do this. Okay, okay. But he's not laying on his stomach. He's laying on his side. He's talking to the officers. He's not listening to them. Should this have happened to that man? Of course not. But a combination of those officers and the wrong that they did and him not complying, it, it made for a terrible situation. I'm sure, you know, we don't know now because it, it you know, it, it went a different way, but I'm sure that had he complied and cuffed up and they, you know, whatever, let him do it. Let him talk shit. Let him charge you with the wrong shit. Let him fucking search your car. All that shit. We have a thing in this country called recourse. Get names, mm -hmm. badges, badge numbers, all that shit. Go down to the police station and do that shit right. The way these fuckers are thirsty for some police brutality and you got some real shit? Oh, Ben Crump will be at your house giving you a soapy <laughs> hand job while you're in the shower. <laughs> so I think his behavior and those officers, their lack of professionalism and hate and evil, whatever the fuck was in him, man, that was terrible. Once you got a man cuffed, all five of those cops could have been fucking defensive linemen. Those dudes were huge. Yeah. So they could have easily picked his legs up, laid him on the ground, and whatever, wait for another car, whatever the fuck you're going to do. But to just walk around in circles and just punch this dude in the face like Mike Tyson was insane. And that shit was evil. And uh, those cops deserve whatever they get, you know, whatever within the letter of the law, let them have it because there was no reason for that dude to die. And if you don't have self-control, if you lack self-control like that, you need to find something else to do. Cause that's not for you. You're going to be nothing but pissed off as a cop. People talk crazy to cops. Cops show up to all the bad shit. Nobody calls cops for good stuff. So right. if you can't handle that and you fly off the handle and shit, or you're having a bad day, you need to fucking check out because that shouldn't have happened. And that shit, that was terrible. That was terrible to see those dudes punching that man in his face until he finally went down and then making him wait 25 minutes for the fucking, for the EMTs to do something to him. That shit was wrong. The way it was handled as far as that police chief before that, she's saying, oh, this footage is, is, is terrible. It's awful. It's inhumane. You should have kept your fucking mouth shut because mm -hmm. now you're, you're, you're messing with people's reaction and you're almost telling them you're going to be justified in whatever you do once you see this shit. She's almost telling them they want to talk about dog whistles. That's a dog whistle. Your law enforcement, you fucking right down the middle. You're right down the middle. You watch the footage. So whatever you think, you make up your own mind. I'm not going to tell you, ooh, wee, this shit's bad. That's that's wrong. 
but she also uh, got she pled guilty to some like kitty porn shit in 2009. So she was a piece of shit from the beginning. And then the way the media acted. Now we know if those officers were white and he was black, astronauts would be able to see the fires in America from space. <laughs> right? No bullshit. Would they? Would people be justified? Yeah, I don't care how that shit went down. You are not justified to destroy other people's property. Amen. You want to riot in your house and fuck your house up and throw your TV out the window and burn your clothes in the front yard? Go ahead. But you can't fuck with other people's property. Even if that was your family member or your father or something or your best friend, you don't go out and destroy people's property. That's wrong. But like all the other high-profile cases, and this is this is nothing compared to the Patriot saying of fentanyl and Breonna, Breonna Taylor, only because those officers were white. And the Tony Tempa and white guys who get killed by the cops all the time, you don't hear shit. They don't, I think they don't want equality. They want easy. That's what they want. They want to mm -hmm. be, they want special treatment. Tony Tippa, he died the same way George Floyd did. This dude was mentally handicapped. And when he was laying there unconscious, dying, the cops were laughing and making jokes about it. And it's all on camera. But you don't see that shit plastered everywhere. You don't see some stupid ass American out there painting Black Lives Matter in the fucking pavement over him. But the way the media hijacked it, Al Sharpton, 2,500 people at his funeral, Kamala Harris, Breonna Taylor's family was there. George Floyd's family was there. Ben Crump was there. Why? How? Who paid for their tickets? Who organized all this shit? Do you think some regular Joe Schmo from Memphis could have walked in that church and sat in the front row? No. This, this is roped off for the VIPs. I'm sorry. I thought this was a funeral. You think his parents and family don't want to mourn in private? And they brought uh, all these and somebody else, some lady in Houston whose son was killed by the cops. They brought her in to sing a song. If these parents want to get together who've lost children to law enforcement, by all means, you need the comfort. There's nothing worse life can give you than taking right. your child. But to make a, a spectacle out of it, to make it a fucking media event, Kamala Harris came. You didn't know him. You don't give a shit about him. Al Sharpton don't give a fuck about him. They were. Right. I, I did some research. There were four children that were stabbed to death by their mother. They had hundreds of people come to their funeral. And none of them were named Al Sharpton, and none of them were the vice president, and none of them were all these other high-profile cases. They only did that because they had to do something. Because it was out in the media, they had to show up. They don't give a fuck about that, dude. They don't give a fuck about that six-year-old girl who was shot six times in her chest at McDonald's. Yeah. Fuck them. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, I knew you'd have something to say about that, Jericho. Now, let's Thank get you. to the main event, shall we? Oh, oh boy. <laughs> well, I, last Sunday, I was just flipping through <sighs> the channels here, and, and uh, I saw that uh, brand new on Netflix, uh, a new movie featuring Eddie Murphy, Jonah Hill, uh, called You People. And I thought, okay, well, you know, Eddie Murphy, funny guy in the past. Maybe he will redeem himself, do something funny. You know, obviously he hasn't done anything funny in decades. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I know Chris had high hopes for the uh, for the return of that. Uh, what was that? What was that? Coming, Coming to, to America, America. too. Yeah. yeah. That was just God awful. That was and bad. Then, uh, Jonah Hill, who's done some funny movies, you know, obviously super bad. And he's done some more dramatic roles like War Dogs and things. And he's a good actor. And. You know, I've enjoyed him and other things. So I thought, okay, well, here's an old school comedian actor guy collaborating with the, one of the newer school comedian actor guys. Maybe they'll do something kind of fun 
or funny or interesting. And boy, was I wrong. <laughs> uh, I was sitting here, Jericho, watching this movie, you people, and I'm thinking, okay, hopefully this will be a good, funny movie. And, uh, it was just a train wreck out of hell. And, um, while I'm watching it, I'm thinking of you. I'm thinking, <laughs> oh boy, Jericho is just going to have a field day with this movie. So I'm going to get a hold of him, have him watch it. Of course, I told Chris, I said, you got to watch this movie too. And I did because this is just, this is just too painful. And, uh, since we all come from their various viewpoints, backgrounds, uh, I wanted to give everybody an opportunity to, to give their thoughts on this uh, awful movie. And just to give everybody a, a idea what this movie was about, it's basically Jonah Hill is a, you know, a young guy in his thirties comes from a Jewish background, white guy falls in love with a black girl who's comes from a black Muslim family. And yet they try to make it work in a relationship and meld both families and turn it into a marriage. And it's just, uh, you know, two, two sides of the spectrum here, uh, colliding in the middle and, uh, the, um, uh, for lack of a better term, uh, the friction that goes on between the two diverse backgrounds, because isn't that what this country is all about is diversity and inclusion is just a train wreck. So I'll let you, uh, go ahead, Chris, I'll let you go ahead and give, give your thoughts on on what you watched since you watched it last night. All right. Well, I, I did not know what I was coming into. I really did not know what I was coming into. And I, I was stunned and I do mean, and, and, and I don't generally use those kind of words like, Oh, I was stunned or flabbergasted or, you know, astonished. I don't usually say that kind of stuff. I was absolutely i i think more than stunned disgusted would be the right word at the level of just you want to talk about dog whistling this was like dog screaming <laughs> this thing was just non-stop white people bad jewish people horrible muslims are crazy you know it was like you take the stereotype every stereotype there was they took it, they multiplied it by a thousand to make it even more offensive and wrapped it into two hours of hell. It was one of the worst movies I've ever, ever seen. I didn't laugh. Not, I don't think I got one laugh, maybe one. I think, I think maybe I laughed a little bit when they burned the, um, oh, the koofy. The, the that I think that might've given me a chuckle, but other than that, it was horrible. Eddie Murphy, worst part he's ever played in his life to me. I thought he was terrible in this movie. He's not good as a tough guy, first of all. That was kind of ironic. This little guy that's 150 pounds trying to be a tough guy. Jonah Hill was terrible. Uh, nothing good. I got nothing good to say. It just, it angered me that this is the portrayal that is out there and is being highlighted as well. This is how it is between white people and black people. And, and they really drove it home kind of at the end 
when they not not the total end, but at the wedding scene where Jonah Hill and Eddie Murphy kind of had it out. Yeah, yeah. They, the and then the, and, dinner. Yeah, and then and then right after when they broke up with the the daughter and, the, and Eddie broke up, and they basically just said, "Well, if you're a white person, you cannot deal with black people on any level." Mm-hmm. That was the message they put out there, and then and then even the apology. Like there's the apology after it where they try to make nice. The apology was, okay, well, we're still going to do this. We're still going to act like shitheads, but we're doing it out of love. It was the the, the worst. I, I couldn't believe what I was watching. It was like, okay, so the moral to the story, this, what we're doing right now should not happen. Jericho, I need to start hating you. Cause I'm white and you're black. So therefore we got to hate each other. And if we do try to get along, it's really just phony anyway. So <laughs> that was the message that I took away from you people. One of the worst movies, terrible dialogue and not for nothing, but what the fuck is going on when Eddie Murphy, Jonah Hill, Julia Louis Dreyfus, big stars, big names, Mm-hmm. And they got that cartoon-looking bullshit in between scenes. It looks like they did it on iMovie. What the hell? <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll run. I'll run with my uh, thoughts on this. Uh, j- just the fact, and and I'm only going to more or less key in not on, on not on the poor uh, storyline and whatever, but but the fact that uh, for the last. Oh, probably the last decade and a half, maybe almost two decades. The use of the N word is a forbidden thing. And that was thrown around so much between Eddie Murphy and his crew and all that. And then of course the discussion of how they described uh, Jonah Hill and his family. What's up with that white boy? Who are these white women who, you know, it's perfectly fine to do that, but not once did that go the opposite direction. Not once did Jonah Hill's family or anybody say, who are these black people you're involved with? Never once, not once did that ever go that direction. See, I think you missed the point though, Neely. What they were trying to say was that the way Julia Louis-Dreyfus was doing it was dog whistling. Oh, it was subversive. Yes, that's what they were saying. What they were what they were really saying is, well, that's what you white people do all the time anyway. You're all racist. <laughs> that's what they were saying. But uh yeah, the and they you know of course the Jonah Hill uh character uh trying to be politically correct and and be uh socially acceptable and show what a what an open mind he has and you know, what a good person he is because he's, you know, again, diverse and inclusive. And uh, as I said, told you in the text, Jericho, when I, you know, asked you to watch this dog shit is uh, the only thing that uh, redeemable about the whole movie is the fact that, you know, Jonah Hill is striking out on his own to be a full-time podcaster. And that's how he's making his living talking about the culture, the culture, <laughs> the culture. Is that what you do, Jericho? Just ask me. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I guess. But, but the other thing is, is that uh, Jonah Hill's podcasting partner, Mo, it was a Pat. Yeah. Yeah. Is, is it a guy? Is it a girl? It's Pat. <laughs> so well, they went with Mo too. That was that was bad all by itself. They called that thing Mo. 
And I was like, Mo, are you kidding? Really? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, that aside from, you know, throwing every stereotypical trope in there and making, you know, of course, making the white people look inept around black people and they don't know how to act and they don't know what to say and they don't know how to conduct themselves and they're just uncomfortable and, you know, they can't have dialogue that's just normal. It's just like, well, I, I got to, uh, I don't know how to act around you. And of course, uh, Jonah Hill's uh, sister, she has to be a lesbian too, of course. Mm -hmm. Yes. So all the food groups are represented. <laughs> Is it my turn? It's your yeah, turn, Jerry. Go ahead, sir. <laughs> Guys, we're friends, right? We are friends. <laughs> So, due to the aforementioned friendship, I don't want to say "fuck you guys" for making me watch this. I'm not going to say that. You could say it to me because it was my idea. I'm not going to say that. Okay. Just and I know due to time constraints, we might not be able to get to it all. But I took notes. I'm just keep right. There we go. I took a whole whole page of notes. Um, because I, I had to get this movie out. Uh. No bullshit. This movie made me turn in my couch and look at the window. <laughs> I was, I turned, one scene came on and I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> it was, look, with Eddie Murphy, uh, the guy who played, um, I guess her uncle or something, who was going to be the wedding planner. That dude's name is Dion Cole. Yeah, yeah. Funny stand up comedian. Mike Epps was her uncle. Funny stand up comedian. Uh -huh. Like you mentioned, Jonah Hill, comedic actor. He 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 got range. This is gonna be good, right? Wrong. <laughs> David Duchovny, he had this obsession with exhibit, the rapper exhibit throughout the whole movie. Well, dude, th that I'm gonna stop you there just for a second. Is that the perception? I'm asking, because I don't know. But is that the perception of every old guy that tries to to associate with black people is that they pick one name and just stick to it. Cause I, that was what I was kind of thinking they were trying to do was, you know, it's the same as that guy that says, I love rap. I, I got all the Tupac records. Oh, like, dude, yeah. there's like a million yeah. other. Bands. I guess, I guess that that is what they were trying to do. That shit. It was, it was hard to watch when I watched it in two parts and I hated, <laughs> I hated having to go back and watch the last part. <laughs> I was like, fuck this movie. There were scenes where there's this is this is gonna be funny. This is about to turn funny. As soon as we get down bullshit woke lane, we're gonna make a right on funny. And we never got there. The the barbershop scene, that, that could have been funny. That turned into some woke white boy. All who's that white boy? Who the fuck says that? <laughs> Nobody says, hey, who's this white boy? Yeah. White cuz. The, the engagement dinner scene where everybody was standing up saying something, that could have been funny. Because that, that, that would have been one of those scenes where they probably didn't have a script. You're talking about stand-up comedians. These guys are going to stand up riff. Yeah. It's going to be funny. No, it was two black girls stood up and were like, look, you're happy, so we're happy for you. Look at look all these white folks around here saying this in front of everybody. Right. <laughs> this was some crazy shit. He, one of the things I hated was his character, Ezra, he was an apologetic fucking weakling. I'm sorry that I'm white. I'm sorry. Oh my God. I'm sorry that I'm white. Oh, white people are so stupid. Oh, I know, right? 
she was such a fucking overly sensitive crybaby. You don't know my struggle. You don't know what it's like for me. Like the scene where she goes in to see, to uh, try to get the job. And they say, when did you graduate from Harvard? Maybe we know some of the same people. She was like, oh, no, I went to Howard. So white people are so stupid, they can't read. They don't know the difference between Howard University and yeah. Harvard University. And by the way, just, just for point of reference, did you notice that both of those white yeah, they guys had were the shit Harvard on. shit on? Yeah, and the guy goes, <laughs> oh, Howard University, interesting. And then the yeah. cut scene to something else. So later and, in the and movie- And who would say, one more, one more quick point, and what was that guy's response? about the oh or what was her response oh no it's like how it's, yeah, it's like a, it's harvard a black harvard. for black people it's, like, it's a black harvard and he goes oh interesting yeah get out but of then, here with that shit later she's tearing up her fucking presentation he's like what are you doing i'm throwing this away i didn't get the job all right and he's like hey here let me call my cousin so-and-so he's in the business maybe he can get you hooked up Oh, you think I want? I've been working as hard as I have just for you to make a phone call. Yeah, bitch, that's how the world works. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> that's how it works. If you I have an opportunity to skip the line, skip that shit. I do that with Chris all the time. Oh, I come yeah. across business opportunities all the time, and and you know, turn him on to stuff that uh, you know he capitalizes on. Yeah, but I'm that's not. I'm works. not a black woman. I'm I'm not oh. offended. It was the dumbest shit ever. I'm like, oh, so wait a minute. I can leapfrog all this bullshit and you make a phone call for me? Yeah, please do that. That's how the world works. But she was so offended that this white knight was going to swoop in and save the poor little black girl instead of taking the fucking job. Hmm. It was, And then look at her lifestyle. Look at her parents. They got money. Look at that wedding they had. Look at the rehearsal dinner they had. Bitch, you don't got no struggles. You're a rich <laughs> Meanwhile, kid. He's, he's driving a $70,000 Beamer. Yeah, you're you know, a fucking rich kid. You don't got no struggles. The struggle. It was so. Yeah. It was fucking weak. <laughs> Everything. Every. It seemed like there was some funny in there, but it was covered by a wet blanket of woke. <laughs> like it just couldn't break through and be funny. Everything that was about to be funny got shit on with some oh black people and oh so you oh so you're talking. This is what you mean? Is that what you're saying? Oh no no no, that's not what I'm saying. Oh no no, what I meant was no, that's what you meant. Right. Like the all the white people were just. Quizlings, they were sniveling fucking weaklings who were scared <laughs> to make black people mad, and black people were like, "Yeah, that's right, you white motherfucker." Yeah. The and they, and they was- have no idea how to deal with people. He takes he takes Jonah Hill, Ezra, takes Eddie Murphy and his mom the first time he meets them to a fucking backdoor chicken shack. In, yeah, like in the, Roscoe's in the chicken and waffles. Roscoe's chicken and waffles. That's where he takes the parents to meet him for the first time. And the that fuck- fucking. <laughs> that glazed faced bitch that was his friend. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? And for, for them to be best friends and for her to tell him white people and black people can never really be cool. Well, then what the fuck is this? Yeah. You're my best friend. Then what has this been? Is this all fake? We, we can never be real with each other? That's just, that's what they want people to think. But that shit's not fucking true. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and look, even I, I'm going to pull out of the race card for a minute which is hard to do with this movie that's real hard to do but i'm gonna go to like an just a normal a normal person day night all of us card and talk about even more absurdity in what fucking world does a does dad go to vegas for the for the exactly i don't want to see that shit but (laughs) then when he sees when he sees this guy and all of his friends banging whores doing coke 
and that the that the guy that's about to marry his precious baby is like the the leader of the coke dealing gang and he all of a sudden is like then he gets to the rehearsal dinner and goes i thought that you were exceptional you're an exceptional person you're not one of those people get the fuck out of here he would <laughs> he would have been on his phone telling that girl to run for cover before oh, he, he got out of the strip club Hell yeah. of course he wouldn't he have, have facetimed her yeah he from the from the club yep Here's yep. your dumbass. Here's your dumbass boyfriend and all of his friends with a bag of coke. Instead, that was such like, bullshit. Who the fuck would want to go to their future son-in-law's bachelor party? No yeah. thanks, dude. That shit was <laughs> that shit. How and how funny could that scene have been? We all love it, it a good Vegas scene. Yeah, we all love a good bachelor party in Vegas scene in a movie, and they yeah. fucked it up. They could and and what they what would have been the play? The play would have been to have somebody. To have the coke dealer that came up in New Ezra, to also know Eddie Murphy from back in his day, <laughs> yeah, that would have been the, that would have been the play. And then all of a sudden, they could probably bond over over their their youth. You know, well, you can't you can't have that yeah. bonding scene when you got all got to jam all the woke bullshit in there. Yeah. They, they got to constantly be yeah. at odds. And he, of course, he had to be super black. Name oh, fucking well, Muhammad. Super, some oh, shit. Akbar. Akbar, Akbar Muhammad. Akbar <laughs> Muhammad was his name. Not and the one guy's like, I don't know Akbar. I only know Woody. He's like, it's Akbar. Yeah, like motherfucker, your name <laughs> is Woody. Up. There's Arab people that are like, dude, come on, Akbar Muhammad. It was so fucking dumb. And it and I don't know which pissed me off more: the super pro pro black black people that hated white people, or the dumbass black people. I don't know what to do. Fucking white people. That shit was. <laughs> retarded man and this, this should have been funny and not only that but then they also portrayed black women as dopes the one the the whole scene with the the girl with the big tits that had the fucking tattoo on the wrong side yeah 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 and she's using all the stupid lingo oh he died he be my heart shut up yeah shut up know, with that shit on the other side like you don't know the social cues to where you wouldn't say that to somebody yeah that you just fucking met five seconds yeah, ago. I met you five minutes ago, but I'm going to say you're a dumb fucking piece <laughs> of shit. <laughs> and then the daughter's constantly, oh, I'm so sorry for my, my mom's being so fucking white right now. Yeah. She's just so, oh, she's yeah. so white. Yeah, Shut unlike me, up. who's not. Meanwhile, yeah, she's, and, a God, she's a goddamn Casper white. Yeah, and they want they want you to think that every other person you know is gay. His best oh, friend yeah? was gay. The daughter's gay. They're everywhere. Every other person in this world is gay, and every anybody who says anything different, you're a kind of you're a phobe or an is. This is the world. The world is fucking Los Angeles, which would be horrible if it was. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, this yeah. was just it, it was fucked at every turn, man. And the other the other thing that uh, may, reminded me of uh, of some things that you've said in the past is is the way that these uh, you know the black women in this movie dress. They all dress like whores. All of them. Yeah, all of them have three quarters of their fucking titties out. <laughs> and, and, and Julia Louis-Dreyfus. I love that orange number you're wearing. Shut up. <laughs> no mother would say that. If my mom if my mom went to my daughter's spa, my or my uh, wife-to-be's fucking spa weekend and she walked up and saw those girls dressed like that, my mom would be like, cover yourself up. Have some fucking class. My mom is the person who would tell who tells young people that I've been out with my mom and she'll tell this random group of teenagers, Hey, pull your pants up. Nobody wants to see your ass. I'm like, mom, what the, warn me before you start chastising the public. 
My mom, and I'm thinking any mom worth her salt would be like, hey, girls, what the fuck are you doing? Put your tits away. <laughs> of course. Is this a, I mean, if it's a spa, are we going out on, on the strip on Vegas or are we at a spa? If we're at a spa, put your fucking tits away. Yeah. Like any mother would. But oh, that shit was retarded, man. Oh, the, whole, the whole movie. <clears throat> I cannot think of one redeeming quality of this whole fucking flick. Not one. I mean, it's two hours. It seemed like 10. It was weird. Like Jonah Hill, he's, he hasn't been presented to us as this hip hop, the culture kind of guy. Yeah. So him playing this character, it, it was just fucking weird. And the the friend, his best friend, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, the reason Jonah Hill was portrayed as that is that is because he wrote it. That's oh, he wrote this part. movie. Jonah Hill wrote. I I was watching the credits at the end. Jonah Hill wrote this. I thought Quentin Tarantino did with all the in bombs in there. <laughs> Shits were everywhere. I was like, is Quentin, where's Quentin? It, it, it was it was bad, man. It really was. Yeah, well, I just got a text from a friend, and he makes a great point. Another, and I don't even know what you would call this if you call this white stupidity or just plain stupidity. I'm going to go with just plain stupidity. What was the reference when they said, when she said, I made these glasses from recycled Mountain Dew cans? What did that even mean? I guess she was showing how much she cares about the environment. Yeah, is she, that what that was? I think that, yeah. that's what it was is that she's, you know, she she's one of these earthers, you know. Like, who the fuck? Who the fuck has glasses like that? <laughs> who the fuck is? Oh, it's made out of recycled. What the fuck? No, they're yeah. not. They're made out of glass and made by an eight-year-old Chinese kid, like yeah. everything else. And first of all, how much of the environment did you save with like two ounces of of tin that make up a yeah. pair of glasses? But you're not helping. Like, you live in a 10,000 square foot sprawling mansion in the hills. Yeah. I'm sure you had to cut down some trees and send some wildlife running for that. And I wish, I wish he would have told his dad off better. Maybe it's the lack of class in me, but he told him off, I guess, good, like in a very professional, respectful, articulate way, but he deserved to have some F words in there. And you fucking Well, the thing was, is he was a bitch. He, yeah. the, the, the under, Underarching message is that a white guy has to be a bitch to a strong black man. That was, did you not think that that was oh, for the sure. message no, no, that they I were agree, sending? But, uh, yeah, I agree 100%. But no man should be like that with any other man. Like, no. treat me with respect. I'll treat you with respect. If not, fuck you. Yeah. And I didn't I like, that. I didn't like how they let their parents break them up. Yeah. Like, fuck them. My parents are acting dumb. Yours are acting dumb. We'll do our own thing. I'm not going to, if you're so in love, you're just going to ditch that shit because your parents are idiots. Yeah. And, they, and, they didn't, and they didn't put the blame on themselves that mm -hmm. even, even at the end, they put, they let the blame rest on, on, on the parents. They didn't take any responsibility for we're 35 year old people <laughs> yeah, and we can't make a fuck? decision for ourselves. Yeah. We're not talking. These weren't no 20 something right out of college these are no. in their 30s grown-ass people and they let their parents talk to them talk to their fiance yeah. like that and act like a fucking idiot and then break up yeah and Man. and not for nothing but since we're just ranting and raving why the fuck if you had the ultimate uncomfortable sexual moment as jonah hill did at the beginning where the guy wanted to look at his dick why is Dude. that guy invited to the wedding
I'm picking that old man up and throwing him over the railing. Yeah, but but he was <laughs> at the wedding. At, at the end, he was dancing. You're a fucking pervert. Yeah. At the end, he was dancing. I was like, <laughs> this guy just asked him to go in the bathroom and look at his dick. Dude. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, just and then he told his mom about it. Oh, well, he's, you know, what? Yeah, the, the mom the mom was pervert. just like, oh, yeah, you know, that's fine. Whatever. And that was my pediatrician? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, that's just how he is. Yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. he's, he's just forever. old. Those old guys, they love to look at dicks, I guess. You know, I was oh, like, what, what kind of message was that? It, it was tough, man, and I, I really am pissed about that Vegas scene because it could have been funny. And, oh, Andrew Schultz, there's all one of his buddies. He's a woke bitch, but he's another comedian. So why was there no funny in this movie that's chock full of comedians? Yeah, no, you're 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 there. There was. I, I just got another text from a friend that watched it too, and and he did point out one one part that was kind of funny, and I will give him that. Mike Epps in the car or it, talking to Eddie Murphy about that. He got the peeping Tom charge. That was, yeah, yeah, yeah. that was pretty good. You're that was pretty his, good. His, uh, child support, his lowered. child support lowered. <laughs> I mean, complete, complete stereotypical horse shit that, you know, all black men have divorces and are oh, yeah, um, baby mamas and all yeah, baby shit. mamas and, and don't pay their child support. So, I mean, it was a complete, complete, you know, stereotypical horseshit, but it was funny when they, when they brought it up, he's like, no, nah, I didn't really commit a crime. I wasn't really peeping. <laughs> and he was like, that's not how that shit works, man. You can't get a picture of your wife, your baby mama being a hoe, and they, they make you pay less money. <laughs> but, you know, with again, with those heavy hitters, I shouldn't have to sift through all that to find, oh, yeah. I found a funny moment. Look, yeah, I is. found one. It should be full of them because you're all world-class comedians. And if yeah. all else fails, you have Eddie Murphy. Yeah, the funniest Eddie guy Murphy. arguably ever. Uh, yeah, I, I would, I would, uh, I would agree with that, especially in movies. But the what he did to me with Coming to America too, that will never be forgiven. That movie was fucking horrible, <laughs> and you had thirty years. It was made in nineteen eighty eight. Yeah. You had thirty years to serve up something good, and this is what you gave me. Just like this, chock full of woke bullshit. All the women are powerful. The men are fucking subjugated. They're fucking, you know, just, oh, yeah, yes, dear, yes, dear. Let me check with my mama. Oh, it was, it was yeah. fucking horrible. And that's what you gave me after 30 years. Yeah, coming to America, the wife's like, get out. He's like, wait a minute. I'm the fucking king of Zamunda. Are you but kidding me? I'll have you leave. I'll be fed the lions right now, woman. Yeah, go. No, go. man, it's the whole thing. And his mom, he, he was in, they go to visit the castle. He's in a room with the whole, you know, the royal penis is clean, your highness, the whole crew of hot chicks. Yeah. And he runs in the other room to his mom. Mama, yeah. what do I do? These girls want to have sex with me. What? Yeah, well. It was it was sickening. Yeah. It's, it, that movie was awful. Uh, all by, well, Which one's worse, man? This one? Oh, you, Coming to America 2 is worse. Was worse than you people? Oh, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow, I... Yeah, man, because I, I, I have a lot more invest. I had a lot more invested in coming to America. I'm this these, there's memories tied to my childhood. Okay. I'm waiting for this. Yeah, that for sure, man. That was worse. But th this was bad. Don't get me wrong. I'll never watch wow. either one of them again. <laughs> but if I had to choose, I'll I'll choke down this one again. But coming oh, to America boy. too. Never. I don't again. know. I don't know, I was, man. I I, I got a, 
I, I'm with you. Like I don't own movies. I don't buy movies. I really don't, but I own coming to America. It's one of my favorite movies. It's hilarious. I just watched um, it last weekend. I, fucking dude. hilarious. Hey, your rinse dude, motherfucker. And don't pull that falling <laughs> down the stairs. Shit. Either. God. What do you, uh, was that Jake Seinfeld? Remember that guy from back yeah, in the day? Yeah, the, from the workout by, dude. By Jake. Yeah, yeah he, he was the cab driver. And he says, hey, does Queens have any common parts? Oh, yeah. There's one thing Queens has. It's common. A lot parts. of common parts. <laughs> I used to go. When I delivered beer, I'd get to the warehouse at 5 in the morning. And at least two or three days out of the week, I'd walk in the door and go, good morning, neighbors. Oh. And every single time, somebody would yell from the back. Fuck you. <laughs> yes. Fuck you, too. I used to do the McDonald's McDougal. <laughs> McDoodles, McDougal's. McDowell's thing. Yeah. I used to do that all the time with people. I'd be like, they're McDonald's. We're McDowell's. <laughs> they have the golden arches, but we yeah. have the golden arches. We have the golden arch. He said they have the Big Mac. We got the Big Mick. The Big Mick. <laughs> yeah, the original is fucking priceless, dude. I, I, or when they go to um, what's his name, and he's like, "I want to, I would like to have an apartment that is really normal." And he's, or he, he goes, "Yeah, you can take my apartment. It's real <laughs> fucked up." <laughs> I want a place that's very poor. He's like, "Oh yeah, my place. It's a real. It's fuck real it's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> it's real fucked up." <laughs> yeah, oh, there man. was none of those moments in coming no, to America too. That's what I'm used to. I've, I've been eating at the restaurant of Eddie Murphy since 1985, and then all of a sudden you're serving this shit to me? Yeah, it's well, it's been bad for honestly since Harlem Nights. I don't think he'd done anything good since Harlem Nights, has he? I mean, I'll, I'll I, I agree guess with if you're that, like Dr. Doolittle, yeah, but that's like maybe some, you know, that's shit. Not Eddie Murphy, you no. know, and, and what comedians are supposed to be at the vanguard, comedians are supposed uh -huh. to save us. They're supposed to be the guys pushing the envelope and test and testing shit out and and yeah. and being cutting edge, saying mm -hmm. shit we all think but can't say. And now yeah. they're fucking working with them. Now they're <laughs> more woke than the woke. Yeah, dude, the guy that gave us Forty Eight Hours, Golden Child, um, uh, Beverly Hills, Trading Pop, Places, one and two, yeah, Plane Three, Trading you know, Places. That's a Christmas movie to me. Yeah, I mean that guy does not exist anymore. He does Damn not exist. Instead, he did that. What was the one where he was driving the Sanford and Son truck? What was that? Oh one? my God. That was in like 1997. What the yeah. fuck was what that? What was that called? I can't remember what that was. Oh I mean. man, I remember that movie. That was the guy with the real gravelly voice, was the, the same guy who was a bad guy in the crow. Sanford and Son truck. Uh, yeah, that was like 97. Yeah, that was really bad too. I forget what that was. I'm that looking and it ain't sucks. coming up real quick. Damn it. What was it? What was that movie? Let me look up Eddie Murphy movies. Now, now we both got to know. <laughs> it was just, man, and a lot of comedians have gone his way. A lot of comedians just become woke bitches, man. They're, yeah. they're supposed to save us. You're supposed to keep those fools in check. Was that Bowfinger? Was that Bowfinger? No, that was 96. That was a Steve Metro. 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 There it was. That's what it was. Metro. And, and Bowfinger, that was with Steve Martin. Yeah. I'm like, all right, Eddie mm -hmm. Murphy, Steve Martin, two different comedians you know one's you know they're both a lot different than the other yeah and then boy suck too. listen to these movies this is this is really bad i'm gonna start from after coming to america oh. so there's like 25 movies here let's see how many are good harlem nights anything great harlem nights was great yeah i thought it was okay i didn't love it but i thought it was pretty good 
Another 48 hours. That was okay. You're I didn't right. hate that. Boomerang. Now we're starting to get into. Uh, that was pretty funny. That had uh, David Allen Greer, Martin Lawrence. Yeah. He had a yeah. nice supporting cast on that one. But we're about to go. Uh, we're about to take a dive yeah. real quick. We're <laughs> about to die here because then comes Beverly Hills Cop 3. No, oh, thank you. Bad. Horrible. Then there was this all-time classic, Vampire in Brooklyn. Ugh. Horrible. <laughs> Nutty Professor. That was all right for that kids. That was good. That was for good. For kids, it was okay. Yeah. For then kids. Metro. No thanks. Mulan. That's a voice thing. Nope. Doctor Doolittle. Eh, no, that wasn't good. Uh, Bowfinger. That's nope. hated no. that one. Nutty Professor Two. No. Shrek. That was for kids, but okay. Yeah. Doctor Doolittle Two. Definitely. If number one wasn't good, yeah. number two is going to suck. What is this? Uh, Showtime. I don't even remember this. That was the one he did with Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro. Yeah, I don't Terrible. remember that one. That's why. And uh, you should remember a movie with Eddie Murphy and Robert De Niro, yeah, right? Yeah, and I don't remember that. <laughs> nope. Terrible. Well, here comes an all-time classic. I'm sure you loved this one. The Adventures of Pluto Nash. Terrible. <laughs> I've heard that movie talked about on like shitty movie podcast before. It, it's terrible. It's, it's really bad. Um, I Spy. That was okay with Owen Wilson. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That was surprisingly good. I, I don't that, think that I one saw was okay. It. I don't think I saw that one. Yeah. Um, uh, Owen Wilson's like a spy and Eddie Murphy okay. plays a pro boxer. Right. It's pretty good. How about Haunted Mansion? Never seen it. Shrek 2. But again, that's not his project. No, like, that's solely yeah. his. Dream Girls? I don't remember him being in Dream no. Girls. He played like the manager or something of one yeah. of the main character. Then there was this all-time classic. And if you like this one, Jericho, you're never coming on this show again. <laughs> Norbit. Oh, hell no. <laughs> hell no. Norbit was bad. That was another one where he was playing like multiple characters. Right. Meet Dave. No thanks. Yeah, that wasn't good. But he's got a lot of Shrek work in here, too. I'm just skipping that. We know uh, those checks are big like that. I'm I'm sure they're all what yeah. Disney or whatever. So uh Tower Heist. Nah. It wasn't remember. that good. It was Ben Stiller. Uh okay. Casey Affleck, Casey Affleck, Ben Affleck's brother. It was all right. Okay. A thousand words. No. Mr. So. Church. Never seen it. All right. I'm gonna surprise you and I'm gonna like this one, even though I'm thinking you're probably gonna hate it. Dolomite is my name. <laughs> I never seen I, it. I liked it. I actually I watched it. It's on Netflix and, and I watched it. it. It it's terrible. It's it's like about a 70s sort of pimp guy, but I, I, I found it to be kind of funny. You know, it plays off of the old 60s dolomite stuff, so mm -hmm. not bad. I not not the worst, but and of course, coming to America too. Golly. And last but not least, you people. <laughs> Coming to America 2 crosses out like five other good movies. <laughs> that was like a black hole for movies. That just sucks a bunch in there, man. Mm -hmm. That shit was Well, and you people awful. grabs at least four more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holy hell, man. I mean, you guys are great. I'll always come back here. But please try try not to do this to me. <laughs> Well, it was it was too uh, too much of a, uh, a dog shit sandwich? I know. Passed us up, and and like I said, uh, just just the subject matter and the uh, you know the whole uh, stereotypical 
nonsense that this uh, movie injected. I, I, you know, I'm watching this and immediately thought of you and go, man, wait till Jericho sees this. <laughs> I mean, and they could have taken this whole you people thing and they could have made this, if they were making fun of the bullshit, it would yeah. have been funny. If it was like, you know, more, you know, almost like a, like an airplane kind of just making it look silly, making fun of it. That would have been funny, but you guys are for real with this shit. You guys like that. That's what you think it's really like. And man, that shit was dumb. I, I'm so I, I hate, I hate how people just allow themselves to be pushed around and be bullied and made fun of. Why? Because you think you owe them something. You think it's the rabbit has the gun now? Fuck no. that shit. You want equality? Here it is. You respect me. I respect you. You're not right. gonna talk to me all fucked up, and I'm not gonna be like, "Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I know. Just fucking oh, white people." It's <laughs> now I don't know this guy, but I, I just looked this up real quick, and I—I'll be honest, I never watched the show once. But the guy that co-wrote this with Jonah Hill, that wrote "You People," is um, Kenya Barris, who also oh, wrote Blackish. <laughs> so, do you think that that's why this movie ended up the way it did? Oh, that's not it. That's not all. He's also the director for the new Wizard of Oz reboot. Okay. And you know what he said? He said that uh, the Alphabet Soup group and the Ku Klux Trans will be uh, highlighted oh. in this movie. Oh, Because it needs, it needs to reflect the culture. <laughs> Even though the original Wizard of Oz had no romance or sexuality whatsoever. Even Annie M and, and uh, Uncle, what's his name? Uncle, Uncle Henry. Whatever. They were married. Know. They were the only couple in the movie, and they weren't right. even like hugging or kissing. There, she didn't have no romantic interest when she got to Oz or when she was back home. Nobody did. It was just her and her gang trying to get to Oz. That was right. it. But of course, the new one, the reboot, and I don't know why it needs to be rebooted. Is going to have you know some some Ku Klux trans and. Alphabet soup group rep representation. That's what he said. You know, it's one of their favorite words. Sure. Represented. So will I watch that only to review it and shit on it <laughs> on my channel? Yes. But I, I won't let my kids watch that shit. Hell no. They're just watching the original and that's it. Right. Well, Why I don't know with that. I don't know if you're aware of this, but he was also heavily involved as the um as the um screenwriter for coming to America too. <laughs> He's just what leaving a, shitty handprints everywhere. What a resume. Oh, my goodness. So can you imagine what kind of woke bullshit is going to be in that new Wizard of Oz? Oh. And why? Yeah. Why? Yeah, we already have the Wiz. Yeah, the Wiz. That's it. Stop it. That's it. Time out. They shouldn't have made that one. But time out. That's, that's enough. And that was back in 78. It's been years. Leave it alone. Because yeah. they've shown when they have decades to come up with a remake or a sequel, they fail every time. It's mm -hmm. terrible. Well, they'll probably rename the new one The Jizz instead of The Wiz. <laughs> the Wizard of Jizz. Or Jizz right. Wizard. Exactly. <laughs> the Wizard yeah. of Jizz. And Dorothy, I guarantee you, Dorothy is going to be some non-binary yeah. bullshit. <laughs> or the Tin Man, one of her crew is going to have some kind of fucking issue. Yeah, it'll, it'll be so it won't, it, it'll be like named like Deke or something, something that doesn't exactly sound yeah. like a girl's name or and um, fuck, I guarantee you the witch 
she's gonna be like white or something. And because they're gonna do the whole real world versus Oz. I guarantee you in the real world, mm -hmm. she's gonna be some fucking Trump loving conservative. <laughs> oh, they're gonna make her the worst person. What they think. She have a big old red witch hat. Yeah, like some white writing on it or something. Right, shit. <laughs> it says witch. Oh my god! <laughs> They're gonna fuck that movie up, guaranteed. <laughs> All right, Jericho. Well, as always, we appreciate you taking some time and hang out with us, and yes, uh, bring bring a few of the ha has and and. Uh, you know, I, I appreciate the fact that you uh, suffered through that uh, train wreck of a movie and uh, had definite, some definite thoughts on it. So uh, what do you got coming up in your future here in 2023? You got anything uh, on the horizon that, uh, you know, that you're going to launch or is it just pretty much, uh, you know, your daily thing or what's going on with you and your your program? Um, I do have some things coming up. I um, am re redoing my website. And uh, every Wednesday night, seven o'clock Pacific Standard Time, myself and two other guys, uh, we review literally scene by scene. We break down action movies from the 80s, 90s, early 2000s. Nice. Um, and, you know, we're all we're all like minded. We're all dads. We're all not for the bullshit. One of the guys, Gabe, he was a comic book artist for D.C. and he left okay. D.C. because they were doing all the weird shit. And he's um, drawing a new comic called truth justice american way and i didn't know this but that's superman's saying right truth justice all the yeah. way back to george reeves on the tv show well now it's truth justice and a better tomorrow so dc let the copyright expire on truth justice and american way so he picked it up starting a new comic book series he's i don't know if you guys heard of eric july and the isom uh comic book mm -hmm. like they started made like almost four million dollars and it's okay just on their own but Shit got too woke. Shit got too crazy. So he left, started doing his own thing. Uh, the other guy, Shant, he was like an art uh, teacher at this university. So okay. we got some animation coming up. I'm going to be nice. doing some voice work. They're obviously doing the artwork, which they're amazing at. And uh, got some shit down, down, coming down the pipe. It's going to be informative and fucking hilarious. Good. Very good. Perfect. So, thank you for giving me a chance to put that out there. Sure. Absolutely. And uh, where where can people uh, find you on the web and get your green gear and all your good stuff? Um, I They can do that. Go to any of my videos. I got the link, but mygreengear.com. I'm always coming up with shit. I got uh, Neck Buddy merch for John Fetterman and that thing he has coming out of his neck. <laughs> I got Biden sayings and shit. Yeah, it, it's, it's a good time. It's a good time. So I got that on there. And uh, jerichogreen.net, of course. YouTube. I'm on uh, locals.com. You hit that link tree. Any of my videos, it'll take you to all my platforms. Great. Um, but yeah, man, just uh, plugging away. No shortage of content, unfortunately. <laughs> or fortunately, I guess. Depends on, on how you look at it. Well, uh, we're, we're proud of the success that you've had, uh, you know, and taking the chance that you did, you know, giving up the corporate gig and actually striking out on your own and, you know, uh, you know, having the enthusiasm and, and bringing new content uh, every day, every week. And, uh, you know, it's, it's tough to host a show solo. Chris and I have tried to do that ourselves over the years, and you got to certainly have a skill set to be able to do, be a solo, uh, host. And, uh, you do a great job with that. You know, obviously I tune in periodically to your, 
show when I get a chance and pop in your little chat room there now and again and um, so on and so forth. So uh, congratulations on your continued success and go check out Jericho Green and, you know, check out his live streams and his live shows that he does. And, you know, obviously you still do uh, some of your five, eight, 10 minute little uh, yeah, yeah. video blurbs that you do when you, when you're kind of moved by a certain event or something that you got to put it out there. And, you know, I still check those out as well. So uh, go, go check out Jericho and support him. Yes, sir. Thank you, man. Thank you guys. I really appreciate it. Like, uh, as we know, especially guys have been hanging with you for a while. I've been in here, uh, what, probably three years yep, now. Good. You guys invited me on a long time ago. So man, I appreciate it. Every time you guys watch pop in there, I, I appreciate it all. Thank sure. You. Absolutely. Cool. All right, Jericho. Uh, we, uh, we always close out the, uh, the segment with, uh, some tunage. If you got something you want to hear, let me know. What do you, what do you think? Well, you got a song you'd like to hear. Oh man. Um, do you guys have any Metallica? Of course. Yeah, Metallica, the older the better. Anything uh, I say Black Album and before. Okay. You know. of. Um, and yeah, fuck this movie. <laughs> <laughs> in, in a nutshell, fuck this movie. All right. All right. Well, since uh, since you called for some old school Metallica, um, I'll give you a choice. Two, two of the, two of the uh, most classic ones. We got Master of Puppets or For Whom the Bell Tolls. Oh, For Whom the Bell Tolls. All right. Time marches on. Exactly. I love that song. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Thanks. Perfect. All right, Jericho, we appreciate it as always. So here it is. It's uh, Metallica with For Whom the Bell Tolls exclusively here. Where, Jericho? Oh, of course, the classic metal show. Thanks for checking out this episode of The Classic Metal Show. Get all of our episodes uncensored at www.theclassicmetalshow.com. Join us weekly from 9 p.m. till 3 a.m. Eastern at www.cmsradio.net. Participate in the live chat room at www.chatandkill.com. Once again, thank you for checking out The Classic Metal Show with Neely and Chris. Hail and kill. Fuck you, pal. Ninja! <laughs>